We're drinking. We are drinking. The wine I brought is called Drama. Mm. It's only because you couldn't find one called Indictments. That's right. It is a red blend, mm. just like the Republican Party. <laughs> <laughs> Who can't get their shit together unless it comes down to voting for a Nazi. And then I... all of a sudden they're all like, sign me sure. up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh... Today is what's today? It is October 25th. It is. And uh, there's been a lot that's gone on that we have that is yet to be covered by by us. Yeah. We've been on a little bit of a break using some pre-recorded episodes. Yeah. Now we're back to to do this very special edition. We're doing <laughs> Trump's Trump saga part four. Is that what this? I don't. Is? I think it's four or five at this point. Who, fu- who fucking knows? I don't know because it never stops with him. No, it's this is it's a me- it's all a mess. So even like just preparing for this episode, I'm like I don't even know what to do. I. I don't maybe what we should do is just open the internet and then just comment on what we see. <laughs> I mean, we could very easily turn this into a live stream react show. I mean, we we could. I mean, just today we were just talking. Um, we now have a, a speaker of the house, which is not which has been twenty two days since we've since it's been admitted, yeah. So then the person that they got is named Mike Johnson, mm-hmm. who that is also the name of my uncle who is i believe racist definitely a trumper and last time i saw me had something gross on his face that i just it was like a lump it's like you should see a doctor oh no um so they're probably the same but yeah he sounds like a real winner yeah anti-abortion anti-gay anti-everything and what uh what did i hear that he voted against that i was like are you fucking kidding me no i can't even remember i was reading some little bulleted list of fun facts about him yeah while you're on your way over and it was it had that he believes that women have abortions after giving birth and that he thinks the vaccines and coronavirus is just all a lie. Yeah, well, and he also uh, had a part to play in the uh, whole big lie thing. There was mm-hmm. some sort of... Yeah, oh yeah, he thinks that was a peaceful protest. Right, <clears throat> he's an idiot. And then I saw something that said that he has taken a stance that like women need to carry out pregnancy because it's their role to produce human life as a woman Mm. and i'm like wow this we really went we dug all the way back into the fucking 1930s yeah (laughs) to pull this asshole out yeah it's the it's the craziest thing and that that's today that's what what we're dealing with today on top of trump storming out of a fucking courtroom because he was mad about something like it's nonstop. it's a lot we could literally record every single day we really could. It's funny that, I mean, the news cycle always seems pretty fast, but the second that we kind of stopped recording episodes in real time, shit really seemed to Popped start off. popping off. Yeah. yeah, faster than usual, which is is scary. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. And then, I, and then I was like, we need to start stockpiling content, but it's like, we'll never catch up. No, not at this rate. No. So. Welcome. Welcome to... <laughs> To misinformation. A love story. I'm Jeremiah. And I'm Ashley. <laughs> what an intro. What a cold open that was. <laughs> My Cheers. God. Cheers. Uh, perhaps we should move to England. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't it's know. anywhere. I'll learn a new language if I have to. I feel like we should escape North America yeah. soon if we, I don't know. I mean, if if another Republican becomes president, that's I think the sign. Our to cue. Me. Yeah, I think we got to get out. <laughs> that's when we start doing the dance with the top hats. Yeah, just <laughs> off to the side. <laughs> <and> goodbye, <laughs> little <laughs> shoe scoot off the uh, stage and just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, because it's it's things are getting crazy. 
I have like I have some notes, but it's scattered. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, I mean, we could talk about some of the lies that I that Trump has told since the last time we recorded. Again, we're gonna need several episodes to get through that. Yeah. Can I tell you what my favorite lie is so far? Yeah. That Sidney Powell was never his lawyer. So this- after <laughs> the plea deal. I oh, I fucking forgot about Sidney Tits of the Wind Powell. <laughs> and that yes, this what did you do when you saw that headline? I laughed out loud, like maniacally. Do you think we had something to do with it? <laughs> yes. Also, I think that the wind played a role. Sure did. <laughs> Sydney. Like it's Oh my God. So from my understanding, and I'm I'm just gonna preface this entire episode with I have really tried to stay away from as much news as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and actually forming opinions. I don't I feel like I can't do that anymore, at least right now. Mm-hmm. Like I need some time. But from my understanding, she took a plea deal and will be testifying against Trump, which is fucking awesome. And somebody was like, because it wasn't just her. It was somebody else, too, who did it. I don't give a shit about that guy because... The bail bondsman? Yeah, whoever it was. There's somebody else who pled guilty. Well, there's four people now. Oh, damn. The first one was a bail bondsman. These these all happened in very rapid succession. Bail bondsman was first. Sidney Tits to the Wind Powell was the second one to take a plea deal. Like 24 hours after that, Kenneth Chesbro yeah. took a plea deal. And then just, I feel like either Monday or Tuesday of this week, another lawyer has also taken, not only took a plea deal, but had a like tearfully read from a letter, I'm so sorry and remorseful for the things that I have done. It yeah. should have been my job to make sure that the, tr- the facts that they were coming to me with were actually facts before being a lawyer. Oh my God. I somebody said somewhere, do you think there'll be more? And I'm like, yes, yeah, there will be more. I'll be surprised for four right now. Yeah, I'll be surprised (laughs) if at the end of this whole thing, Trump doesn't have a fucking friend. Is I'm waiting for for Rudy. Oh, Rudy. Well, I think that the person that just I think her name is Jenna Ellis. Yes, yes, Jenna Ellis. Her plea deal. Her the what she ended up pleading guilty to was something having to do with something that R- Rudy Giuliani did. So they're saying that her plea deal, her guilty plea, and her plea deal is probably going to be damning for Wendy Moira Angela Darling. Mm. I can't remember all of his middle names. He has many. Mm. Rudolph Percival. Yeah, <laughs> something like Weasley. Theodore. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's more of a um. Peter Pettigrew character. Yeah. And they, yeah. He like, I could see him as a rat right now. Totally. Yeah. He does have that face. Like, and he'd cut off his hand for the dark Lord. He but, would, yeah. but like would regret it and be, and be like, Oh, I thought Thank you were going to be my bastard. friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But I also don't think that like Trump is smart enough to be v- Voldemort. So like, no, it just, it's not a good, it's not a no, good. He definitely wouldn't have, um, like attempted and come up with that many attempts to come back. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> it would have been like one and then he would just be bitching about how that attempt wasn't fair. Exactly. <laughs> he's more of a Vernon Dursley to me, right? Like <laughs> when you lay it all out, he's just the big, <sighs> big asshole. Yeah. So no, Sidney Powell, that was really good news. And we definitely cracked the case on that. Absolutely. She heard our <laughs> podcast. and was like, well, shit, they're on to me. We're, I'm done. I better just take this deal. Better take the deal. I'm guilty. Mm-hmm. I also think it's funny because they were playing her interview. And I can't remember who the journalist was. It was an Australian journalist. I can't remember her name. Where Sidney Powell was like doubling the fuck down on her, uh, on the conspiracy theory about uh, 
D- Dominion and Smartmatic systems or whatever. Yeah. She's like, like leaning so hard into it to the point where the journalist is asking questions about like, do you, do you even know anything about like how many Smartmatic systems were impacted or where and you know, in what states? And she of course didn't know any of that, but she's like, do you work for Smartmatic? And <laughs> she's like 100% doubling down on her crazy theory. And now just to see her plead guilty, I'm like, see, it, if you just, if you, if you, uh, if you come into this lying and cheating, like this is not going to end well. It never really does actually when you're no. on that side of history. Sometimes it takes longer than it should, but why do you want that to be your legacy? Why would you, why would you hang your legacy on a man like Donald Trump? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> My notes are basically about the most like the most recent plea deals in Georgia. And then I have um, just some other random updates about tantrums that Trump has been throwing (laughs) for his New York civil lawsuit, which I don't feel like what in terms of like all the legal things was really I mean, it was on the radar, but everybody was really talking about, oh, you know, the hush money payments, that whole that whole thing with campaign finance in, in new york and then these other indictments so yeah do you want to yeah let's jump into it let's so we let's let's just circle back to sid yeah let's start i think what a great place to start <laughs> start from she's the very our girl beginning. she's our she's, girl <laughs> she's our girl sydney tits to the wind powell sister friend <laughs> Uh, so an article that I read about this said that she avoided years in prison by taking this deal and she ended up just pleading guilty to six misdemeanor counts of conspiracy to commit intentional interference with performance of election duties. So good for you. Mm-hmm. It's not like the, everything that I was reading was like, she got a pretty sweet deal. So she must have some good shit. I mean, it, it kind of was, a sp- I, I'm waiting to see what comes from her testimony. And then Trump said that she was never his lawyer. Yeah. So the, she pleads guilty. And then Trump's response is to be like, she was never my lawyer. She was just like so many other Americans, something to the effect of she was just like so many other Americans who believed that I really won the election. But she was never, uh, never my lawyer. But I don't know. Like, I'm not sure how that's going to go because they already they already have Twitter receipts from November of 2020 talking about Sidney Powell joining his legal team and how excited he is yeah. for this like all-star team, which I think he actually mentioned Jenna Ellis in that tweet too. I look forward to Mayor, uh, Mayor Giuliani spearheading the legal effort to defend our right to free and fair elections. Rudy Giuliani, Joseph uh, Genova, Victoria Townsing, Sidney Powell, and Jenna Ellis are a truly great team added to our other wonderful lawyers and representatives. So whether or not she was an attorney that that he hired, she was part of his team, like enough that he put it out there. So even if she's just like, I mean, advising, which is what an attorney, what your lawyer fucking does. Yeah. But like, no matter how you spin this, you involved this woman in all of this shit. And she's probably got all the receipts that are going to put you in a really shitty situation. Totally. And this is, again, like when Republicans try to do something witty, this is kind of what happens. <laughs> it fails. It, I mean, like every time it like crumbles like this and so comically, I don't know. So like this is, it's just like such an interesting group of fucking people. It really is. I'm so interested to hear her testimony. I think that her exchange was testimony against 
all the remaining defendants of which I think there are still 37, <laughs> 19, whatever. There are a lot, whatever, of, co- yeah. lot of co-defendants in yes. that case. And then to also turn over any uh, documentation she might have in her, her possession. Mm. So that'll be a good one. That's, that's a win for us, I guess. I mean, it's a, it's a loss for democracy, but you know. Somebody needs to get um, Marlene on the phone. I was going to say. Quote. <laughs> Mars, did you hear this in the wind, Mars? So Kenneth Chesborough took a plea deal like five minutes after that. I, they, they were actually supposed to go to trial together, from what I understand. And her plea deal came in one day before his. So his plea deal was basically he's pleading guilty to one felony count of conspiracy to file false documents. And with that, he gets out of being charged with a handful of serious crimes. He just gets one and he vo- avoids uh, going to prison. Okay. And he also has agreed to testify against remaining co-defendants in the case. It sounds like Chesbro was, if, if he wasn't the only one, he was one of the legal minds behind the whole strategy of creating a false set of electors mm. to say that Trump won or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's good for you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> What a what a thing to be known for. Yeah. Um, but it's it's interesting because he is actually also involved in the federal case about the whole the insurrection and all all of that shit. Yeah. So him pleading guilty here is going to make things interesting in another case. Yeah. So I don't know. Can't wait to see what that wonder if he's cooking up a plea deal in that one too. I mean I, I want all these people to go to jail for a long time, but if you're gonna be able to put Trump away like I can't imagine people like Sidney Powell or Chesborough or whoever mm-hmm. doing this again I I hope, hope not. not but like this I think you know that whole oh you just got caught up in the wrong crowd sort of you know excuse that you hear I think they just saw Trump not getting in trouble for anything and then they hitched their you know wagon to his fucking whatever <laughs> yeah I don't know how that saying goes right Hitched their cart to his horse to I the wrong I don't know they everything hooked their mandible to his dick and now they're like (laughs) and then and then now he's getting in trouble now he's getting caught for stuff and they're getting caught as well i'm hopeful that they won't uh that they'll think twice next time they try to interfere with democracy god damn it god damn it i wish we could can we lie with a plea deal can we be like just kidding after they testify we're just gonna put you in jail instead that would be hilarious you're a traitor i don't know of that happening I know it's probably not. It's probably like, it's like really dishonest. And I understand that, but, (laughs) but they are traitors, but you really deserve it. Like this is to me treacherous. Like you tried to stop. If, if Democrats did anything even close to this, they would be like, you need to be hung for treason. Exactly. Like treason, like some monarchy type crimes. (laughs) Yes. Like I, I'm what I'm, I'm imagining the right's reaction if the left did exactly what happened. And it would be insane. I have a feeling that there would be dead people. Oh, yeah. Like, it would be insane and they would want immediate action. But it's so funny that they just forgive everything that Trump does and say, nope, we're just going to keep voting for him. And he's losing people. He's losing people that were, quote, loyal to him. Yeah. But... When is it? What's it going to take for everybody to see that he's just a fucking scumbag? He can't keep any. He has no friends. He has people that want the power that he has. That's it. They'll do whatever it takes 
to get there. I don't know if you saw what Robert De Niro said. No, I didn't. Oh, my God. Do tell. Robert De Niro made a statement about Trump. And he said, I've spent a lot of time studying bad men. I've examined their characteristics, their mannerisms, the utter banality of their cruelty. Yet there's something different about Donald Trump. When I look at him, I don't see a bad man truly. I see an evil one. Uh, he continues to go on to call him a wannabe gangster. And uh, I don't know. I'm just like, that would that would deflate me if Robert De Niro said shit like that about me. Uh, but yeah, he thinks he's evil and he's a wannabe gangster. That's funny. And I feel like somebody who's probably played a lot of <laughs> right. <laughs> like uh, mob bosses in his day or whatever, you know, he's going to know. But um, yeah, Robert De Niro is a pretty quiet guy. We don't hear his opinion often, right? I, I don't think so. No, I don't really pay attention. But I can't tell you the last thing I remember Robert De Niro saying about anybody. But true. He's got same. comments. Well, he's not wrong. I guess more details had come out since our last recording in the documents case. Really? Um, which I think we knew this, but we got a little bit more de- detail about who Trump shared the secret information with. It was with Anthony Pratt, who's an Australian billionaire. Oh, yeah. I have been seeing some of that uh, recently, the last couple of weeks, I feel like, the in, infor- in the news. Oh, yeah. No, the information that he shared with him was the supposed exact number of nuclear warheads, uh, rut- uh, how much the U.S. routinely carry carries and exactly how close they supposedly can get to a Russian submarine without being detected. Um, it is then reported that Pratt went on to share this information with upwards of 45 people. That's fucking hilarious. So we've said it before and I'll say it again. We all had quite the reaction when Hillary Clinton had, <laughs> had two devices scandals and, with her emails, with her emails. <laughs> and, uh, and she got a slap on the wrist, but she didn't, intentionally or knowingly share this information as some sort of fucking party trick Mm -hmm. to get, you know, kudos or whatever. And this is some, and, and it's stuff that she probably didn't even have clearance for as secretary of state that he would have as president. It almost makes him more dangerous. And he's running around fucking telling, telling billionaires how close we can get to our, you know, a target without being detected and how many, you know, warheads warheads. there are (laughs) like, what the fuck? And everybody's like, that's fine. It's totally fine. It's no big deal. Uh, yeah, no, they would be. No, it would not be that way if I, it were a Democrat. I'm starting to think that it's it had more to do with the fact that she was a woman. I'm not starting to think that. I've always felt that way. But like watching the response from the right to Trump and his crazy antics and their complete like silence and being complicit right. in all this. And then seeing how they responded to Hillary. Yeah, I think you were just mad that she was a woman. I think that that bothered you. I mean, I think it was a, a lot of compounding factors. And I think that that was probably like one of the last straws because, yeah. uh, you know, I think that a lot of what we've been experiencing since Donald Trump's presidency is backlash to the progress that was made under the Obama administration. Yeah. And also just the experience of some of the, you know, far right people having to live under a presidency of a man of color yeah and then it was like and now you're gonna put a woman up and a lizard person at that (laughs) get her lizard mouth off the stage oh my god the little frogs coming out of her mouth (laughs) (laughs) right into the glass please take my babies and keep them safely in the campaign bus until my speech is over so everyone can see i'm birthing 
tadpoles from my mouth. <laughs> so stupid. People are dumb. Like <laughs> they just grow into copies of Chelsea Clinton. <clears throat> yeah. So every time something happens to her, they can just get a fresh one. Yeah. They're on like uh, Clop. Chelsea Clinton 171 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's that I just that I can't understand or fathom it. I refuse, actually. There's part of me that's like, I will not understand that. I refuse. Yeah. Don't even try to explain it to me. There's no way that you can convince me. What were your thoughts on Donald Trump complaining about not getting a jury trial when it turned out that his own attorneys fucked up the paperwork and now he's not getting a jury trial? <laughs> when you say fucked up, you mean didn't check the box? Didn't check the box. From what I understand, it was a fucking box they didn't check. Um, like you took I, the bar exam. Yeah. Do you, it was a box to check. Like that's literally some it. people are school smart and that's where it ends. Where some people are legacies and don't have to learn a goddamn thing oh, to well, probably get their way through. I was not surprised. And I thought that was hilarious. I love that he was complaining about it. It's so unfair. It's like, bro, you didn't realize that your own people did that to you and they may not have meant it, but that was not a mistake or that wasn't a, a, a intentional thing that the court system did to you yeah it was your own fucking attorneys so when you watch somebody implode yeah <laughs> oh i i'm here for unraveling when i see a person right. unraveling i'm fucking in for it yeah my question Buckle is up. like how long will we be buckled because i feel like things obviously since all of these indictments have started things are happening a lot faster court dates are happening plea deals are popping up all of a sudden i just like how long is this going to take until he completely implodes? I'm waiting to see him like, I don't know. I'm waiting to see him like drooling an armpit farting like on stage. <laughs> and people will still be like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's fine. They can we go do that. Armpit we farts. can do that in a room together as long as they want. It's he like just don't we were run just, for president. Yeah, just stop doing that. <laughs> just stop doing we, everything else. We were just talking about like, what was he, what was he saying about the, um, the windmills are killing whales or yeah. something. <laughs> it used to be the birds and now it's for some reason the propellers just every so often dip into the ocean, kill a whole mess of whales, and then the whales allegedly wash up upon I, the beach. What I don't I don't go to Trump for science. I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna listen what? to that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, I don't. No. <laughs> you you have to. How about, what was the other one? Hold on. How about where he was like confusing, I think Biden and Obama, but then also Bush a little bit. Like there yeah. was a whole speech that he gave where I think everybody like, was like, like what? slow blinked for like a good two minutes. Like what the fuck just happened? Yeah. It was the weirdest like slurring of names and weird points into a, into like a, a soup, if you will, <laughs> a dirty, gross soup. <laughs> A soup of names. A soup of names and weird facts about whales and yeah, wind energy. That, I don't know. Actually, that speech specifically was was the one that I saw that as somebody was saying, is Trump showing clear signs of cognitive decline? Yeah. Well, and let's, I mean, uh, comparatively, I understand that Joe Biden is not the most eloquent speaker. He's also in his 80s. And he does look like he's about to fall asleep at any given moment. Look uh, alive. Fun fact, I was in Total Wine today to pick up that wine. And there was a man literally sleeping, like, with with his cart, just standing in the aisle sleeping. And oh. I think that that could be Joe Biden, anywhere he is right now. He might yeah. just be standing and sleeping. I get it. It's not a good look. However, 
He has also not been indicted for any crimes. <laughs> uh, he didn't fuck up and, you know, hire all these crazy fucking people like Rudy Giuliani. And I mean, he's mm, he's a little I think we're doing better off with him than we would with Trump. Oh, for sure. I mean, just wrap him in a blanket, give him his Metamucil and his pills <laughs> when it's time and we'll hang in there. Yeah. Put on his stories. Put on his stories. <laughs> I uh, I saw something that the, uh, this is still happening. There are people who are still waiting for the Great Awakening. And it's really? going to be when Trump wins in 2024 now. So, you know, they just keep kicking the can oh, down the road. Yeah. Now it's the reasonableists of parks and recreation in real life. Oh, my God. It's, I can't, like, and they're just making up answers as, as they go, which is what Republican politics is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's definitely losing his shit. Trump is losing his shit. What about, did you see this, pre like, press thing that Trump did where he, like, straight up admitted that he was... He said he was undervaluing his properties. Yeah. He like just said that out loud. They, he admitted that his properties were worth more than what he reported, thinking that it was somehow smart to disclose that and like showing that he, you know, I could have said that they were worth more and or whatever. It's like, no, bro. Like, that's not how that works. Yeah. Um, he said it was worth 18 million when it was worth 1.5 billion, which is what he said, uh, which I don't think is true. But if it is true, that means he owes more money in taxes. Like you literally undercut your value of your property so you could pay less in taxes. Yeah. And you just said that and everybody heard you say that. Yeah. And still, I'm sure that his followers will be like, well, he's just a smart businessman. Yeah. <laughs> he found a way to save money. That's, that's, that's how the rich do it. That's how, if, like, somebody from my family would say, if I was like, well, the, look at look this asinine shit, they'd be like, that's just how business works. That's how you have to play the system when you're as rich as he is, is you say you have less for taxes, and then you say you have more when it's time to take out loans. So why is it? My question to those people is, why would it be okay for you to pay a higher percentage of your income to taxes than the president? Mm -hmm. Why do you think it's okay? Like... It hits you harder when you make less, right? Any tax hits you harder when you make less than somebody who makes a totally, billion dollars totally. if he even makes that. But like Trump not. supporters, are you really okay with him having you pay the bill? Like having you pay, you know, uh, for for things that we need as a country and and pay your fair share of taxes and he doesn't have to? Like, and don't you think that anybody who who lies to the IRS should be in trouble for that? Lying to the IRS is cute. It's cool, man. It's very cute. <laughs> We're part of the cool kids I, now. I want to lie to the IRS. I do not. I pay all of the taxes. I don't. Please. The IRS is one of the last entities that I want to lie to. I don't want to fuck with anybody at the IRS. Ever. No. No, I think it's like when it comes to that and his supporters being like, well, you know, his, his supporters who by and large are not wealthy people defending not at all the interests people. of somebody who is has lived a very wealthy life. I think it just speaks to the brainwashing that we oh, yeah. as a society do to people that in the end, it may, it, of course, this doesn't benefit you, the person, but we want to brainwash you with this rhetoric that at the end of the day, just serves to defend capital. 
and capital owners. They, they're What they're doing is drinking the Kool-Aid. They're listening to the propaganda. They want to be wealthy people. They see themselves as, you know, they could be business owners or whatever. And so they right. want to live in that world. And so they eat that shit up because they think that somebody like Trump is actually being helpful and, mm. you know, giving them the cool tips or whatever. I got into an argument with somebody uh, recently, I think I might have told you this, over unions. And they were saying, you know, that... Um, unions are bad and they were talking yeah. mostly from the perspective of an employer yeah and i was like well it, it it's not going to be great for the employer but that's not what it's there for it's there for the employee and without unions the laws that we have in place now and some of the uh standards when it comes to employment wouldn't exist if it did, right. if it wasn't exactly. for unions at some point in our history and they, you know, they just were like no it's you know unions are are they're, they're just more complicated blah, blah blah and i just remember thinking like I think you're just listening to your bosses and and this yeah. corporate stuff and you're 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 wanting to believe that and you're you're drinking the Kool-Aid here it's like these people with Trump he is not you at all you are the you, he would not want to entertain your presence at all he'd think you're garbage people he would ask you yeah. if you were serving him a drink or you know coffee or whatever are you here to take the trash exactly yeah it's just i mean he he thinks that they're garbage people and they're just they're garbage eating pancakes. up yeah, <laughs> seriously, like people who need Medicare and some of the things that he's tried to do to jeopardize that. And they just don't see it like. No, no. Uh, I mean, a lot of the uh, I feel like a lot of the big rowl rowl people up talking points of the Republican Party are just propaganda to protect privatized health care, protect capital owners, protect, yeah. you know, business owners who don't. Yeah. Well, just like shit all over their employees and be like, ask for more nicely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's sad. When I, if I hear anybody say nine month abortion one more fucking what time, the fuck? I am getting so irritated. Show me one, please. Show, first off, show me one. What do you mean nine month abortion? What do you mean? Do you mean the baby came out being born and they slaughtered it? Yeah. Cause that's illegal. It's, uh, it's born in the boiler room, and then you have the baby next to the incinerator. Yes. So that you could just, yeah, right into the fire. Just th by the foot, right in, <laughs> and it's done. Bye. No, like, yeah. there is a difference between a fetus and a baby. And granted, that line moves depending on who you are, but I do not think a fetus, in my opinion, is, is a baby. It's not. There's no cognitive function, right? Like, all of this, all no. the abortion arguments. But- I hear Trump talking about it and he actually he was on Meet the Press like right after um, our last podcast aired uh, probably because he heard it and he had a lot to say. <laughs> Quick, just, get me Meet the Press. Yeah. <laughs> I need to talk about this podcast yeah. immediately. You know what? I don't know if I want Trump talking about our podcast. Maybe no. I do. Maybe I want we want the haters. I mean, we'd probably pop off pretty quick, but we'd also probably have to like change Move. our names yeah, yeah. <laughs> no he said in meet the press um he claimed that democrats want to allow abortions after five months six months seven months eight months nine months first off i i'm very proud of you that you could do the numbers in order <laughs> <laughs> yay snaps that's for hard you. that's hard <laughs> that's hard uh oh but couldn't get to double digits uh just he kidding stopped. yeah well babies don't, don't go to 10 months no that back. is true i mean no that's not a thing yeah so, but also good for him because I don't think he can count much higher. No, I'd like to see him go backwards. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then he claimed that even after birth, you're allowed to terminate the baby. And I'm like, <laughs> that's not a thing. Yeah. That's not a thing. 
I can't. That's I, why people get in trouble for having dumpster babies. Right. Because that is the closest thing, now that I'm thinking about it, to a nine-month abortion that I can think of is when a kid or somebody at, you know, you've heard those stories of like a girl at prom or a fucking yeah. school dance, leave a baby in a trash, go have a baby in the bathroom, leave it in a trash can or other just adult fucking people having a baby, leaving it in a trash can. And then what happens? That person goes to jail. Right, 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 right. Do you know that there's also like little drop boxes at like fire departments that you there can are. put them in? Which I think is hilarious. It's like a video return. Like, remember when you'd go to like Hollywood video? Is it and like, like the bank when you pull up yeah. to the wall and they're like, I'm sorry, baby. It is It is like, a. I guess it's a thing that you can pull out, a you put them in it, and you push it in and they can be warm or whatever. Uh, and it's a way for you to be able to give up your baby without. I wonder who gets that phone call when like the baby drop is activated. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're like, hey, there's do you guys see that baby in the drop box. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. There are three. No. <laughs> three abortions. It's in catching the drop on. Box. It's yeah. catching on quick. Yeah. He did an interview with Megyn Kelly. First off, why, I am confused about where the loyalties are in politics, because if I remember correctly, she was firing at him during the initial debates back in 2015, 2016, and he didn't like her because she was coming after him, which I, at the moment I was like, good for you, Megyn Kelly. She didn't call me handsome. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck her. I think she I think she called him out for raiding women and saying that women look like certain women look like pigs. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, sort of trying to get that. Uh, I don't know, to catch him in his like little gross man thing. Yeah. But then now they sit down and they, they do this interview, which, again, I will point out, I do not like Megyn Kelly, but no. she did not let him go for a while. Oh, really? I don't know if you saw it at all. No, I didn't. Uh, he she was trying to talk about the recording that was out there of him sharing the documents with people. And he said in the recording, if you remember, like when, if I, when I was president, I could have declassified it, but I can't now. Like, do you remember that recording? Yeah, I do. So she was grilling him on that. And he was trying to change the subject. And she just kept asking him, like you said afterwards that you were showing them a newspaper. If you were showing them a newspaper, why would you have said that you could have declassified it? And he was like, Megan, look, look, Megan. And she was just like, kept trying to bring him back. But it's like, why his attorneys need to just grab him and say, you are done now. Yeah. You're going to sit in this room and we will let you know when it's time to go out and talk and we will give you a script to read. Yeah, I think that's the, that's part of the problem, though, is that he refuses. He, I don't play by those rules. Yeah. Like he is clearly a narcissist. He doesn't he thinks that I don't know, to a certain extent, the way that he is, is what his following is about. But it's also his downfall. And I feel like that's what we're witnessing now is like you don't have enough control over yourself and you're not intelligent enough to know that you need to control yourself right now yeah. or it's going to be over for you. I Things are not going well for him. No, like he's definitely um, he is spiraling in a lot of different ways. We were talking about like health wise, you know, he's definitely looking not so great. He's not speaking very well. And I think it's all I think that the. For the first time, and probably a very long time, he's actually being held accountable for the things he's done, and I don't think he understands how to handle that. It's gonna be this is gonna be interesting winter season. By the way, it's eighty six degrees outside here. It was actually quite nice when I got out of the yeah. car. I was like, oh, it's it doesn't feel so bad. This is what happens when you live in one hundred and twenty degree weather. Yeah, <laughs> when it's 
the 80s in late October, you're like, mm, how quaint. Yeah. We're like, oh, where's my jacket? Yeah. I need a light sweater. Do you have any mittens? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it here. So, yeah, lots going on. Every, I think tensions are high. And it's kind of like, I, I don't know, is everybody just waiting? We have so long before the election, by I the way. Know, oh, my God. So long. We have a, a, over a year before we get to fucking vote for our next president. And it just feels, it honestly feels like, the, like m- even more than the hype we got weeks leading up to the 2016 election. Yeah. You know, you had all these things coming out about Hillary. And I, and I remember at the time being like, if Hillary fucking broke the law, like somebody needs to do something right. about that. Kind of wish you would have done it a lot sooner than right before the election, but whatever. And then it turns out it wasn't something that was a huge fucking deal. So it feels like that only worse because I mean, he's got a lot of shit that he's getting in trouble for. Yeah. Yeah. How many, I mean, he was placed on a gag order, which he violated, right? Yeah. I saw that today too. I, it's, it's so, it's so hard because the news is just nonstop. What the fuck? Yeah. I, I can't remember the last time where I, I like looked at the news and was like, oh, slow news day. Yeah you know, some, some w- random article about a balloon festival in Muncie, <laughs> Indiana or something, yeah, something. <laughs> you know, no. Do you, tell me if you know about this. And I, this was like a quick thing that I saw that I don't really know much about, but isn't somebody trying to pass a law that would allow them to remove Fonnie Willis from the, from the case? There are... I don't know the specific specifics, but there are state Republicans who are attempting to remove her. And I don't know if it's from the case or from office altogether. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess I it thought would it be was from an office. Impe- I thought it was an impeachment or something. Do you think something. that's going to work? I mean, I think if if they had something credible that could work, I feel like it would have they would have done it now. Yeah. I feel like at this point, when you when you're already just knocking them down in pretty quick succession so far. Yeah. If they had something that was real and tangible, they would have pulled that ripcord. Agreed. Ugh. That's just my opinion though. So how about it, man? I wish we could fast forward to this time next year where we're basically on the cusp of another election. Yeah. Um because right now it's just you see all this crazy shit happening with the right and the fact that there's just like vicious lies. Yes. That's their they just exist off of vicious lies. And I can't I can't do anything about that until I can vote. No, well and, the Republicans need to do something about it. I know people who are Republican that aren't fucking like that. Yeah. But you guys have to do something like if I have to tell you if the Democratic Party was acting this way. The I mean, National Guard would have been called already. Right. Like, and I know that for me, I wouldn't be I wouldn't want to touch that at all. I know people who vote Democrat now who were Republican. Maybe they're independent now. Maybe they're Democrat now. But they vote Democrat now because of everything that's going on with the Republican Party. And I'm not saying that, like, it's a perfect party. I will say that if we just followed suit with more of, like, more Democratic concepts People would be so much better off. Billionaires might struggle a little bit more than oh, they do now. Off. But people, <laughs> all the people in this country would do better. Yeah. I don't care. I don't, would that be a struggle or would they just have 
less of everything, you know, because I feel like that's what it would be is that you have just like less a of little everything less. and we have more manageable fucking lives. Yeah. No, that's what it comes down to. So it's been, I think we, we started the first season of this podcast over the summer and mm. we are now back for some uh, Trump saga updates. And I think this is going to be a two-parter, but this two-parter Probably. is going to be our season one finale. Do, 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 do. Yes. We came into this saying we would do 20 episodes, right? Yeah, we were. Yeah, we committed I thought to 20 it was episodes. 10. I thought it was 10. I thought we like way overshot it, but no, it was 20. And now this, these, this will be episode 24. I think 24. Yeah. I think with the two parter, we're going to end with a 25 episode season one. Yeah. And they say millennials aren't go getters. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> So, yeah, so we'll end, this will end season one. This, and yes. when are we picking back up? January? Yes, we will come back to you in early, uh, early 2024 to pick up with, uh, with season two. But everything, the holidays and day jobs and, and such, we're going to take a little, a little winter break. A little, <laughs> a little winter break. Uh, and maybe we can, uh. Feast on Turkish delights. Oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> and if and during that time, if you've got friends or family that are traveling around the holidays and need a podcast to listen to, you just drop Send a little hint. Yeah, we're like, listen to these gays. Mm-hmm. They, they fucking know what's going on. The misinformation gays. Yeah. Usually we do a quick call to action at the end of our episodes to ask you to write in with your misinformation, but this seems like a good opportunity to encourage you to write in and tell us what you'd like to hear about in season two when we come yeah. back yeah we want to know because we we uh we need we need to know the content we also we like to be told what to do right like isn't that just so much easier just to hear it and then I be mean, like i'll do that yeah especially when it's people who are already actively listening to yeah. our podcast please we, we we aim to please yes if you, any of you need like a ride to the grocery store let us know mm-hmm. or like a netflix password <laughs> I hear they're cracking down on that. They really are. <laughs> or is that misinformation? It might be. We'll look into that in season two. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. All right. Misinformational Love Story is hosted by Jeremiah Parker and Ashley Fournier. The show is produced by Lou Jay's Productions, LLC. Our cover art illustration is by Matt Parker at Pop Kill Art. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on Misinformation, a Love Story are host opinions and feature quotes from other media sources. The content in this podcast should not be taken as undisputable facts.